Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I'd like to pay respect to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again, everyone. Hope everything is okay with you all. Hope your practice is progressing. As you have seen the title of this episode, my question is, as soon as you see the title of this episode, which I have put as I have seen. What comes into your mind? What kind of thought that arise in your mind? When you see that title, have you de- developed some kind of thinking? some kind of judgment, some kind of ideas about that title, the title that say I have sinned. Has any of you have idea that, hmm, what has Soti done? Did he do something unwholesome? Did he do some sinful action? What did he do? Has any of you thought of that? There are some people who may just see the title and say, hmm, I wonder what this episode or what is this that he is talking about? What has he done? Okay, I thought he was a good guy. So, maybe he's not. You see, there are so many possibilities that can arise within a person's mind. This is how most of us conduct our way of thinking on a daily basis. Okay. We develop a lot of uh, opinions and thoughts and ideas and stuff based on quick headlines, based on uh, quick videos such as things on TikTok, based on things that we see on social media. 
whatever that social media that we look at or we develop all kinds of opinions and ideas on all the things that we see that we experience with our eyes and with our ears especially those two senses those are the ones who we experience through the most on a day-to-day basis when you open up Facebook when you go to TikTok you go to YouTube or you turn on the TV watch whatever okay as soon as you see something you develop some kind of whatever idea see this is our habit of way this is a way of our living we are living every single day doing exactly that we go with what we experience and we develop different kinds of ideas and opinions and emotion based on those experiences without knowing the truth behind it without understanding what goes on behind it and a lot of time especially in politics we take sides see this is how the world is doing the business so how is it that are we going to have peace in the society how is it are we going to have peace within ourselves when we do not even know what our own mind is doing we are not even aware of what our own mind is doing we go on social media and people would post all kinds of stuff right especially the popular the popular posts are the posts that we call entertaining okay and are the posts that encourage or, or make the excitement goes you know high and people would share it right it most of the time those are those kind of posts encourage greed encourage hatred encourage anger hostilities with each other okay encourage all kinds of unwholesome mental activities encourage jealousy 
and people will just go along and have fun because they think it's fun okay so the mind is like that what we feed we get we feed our eyes with desired view whether it's a form or anything a physical form we feed it through our eyes and it encourage desire right we feed our ears with all kinds of different sound and it creates desire and these are the things that most of us are doing every single day what we feed into our mind through these sense doors without understanding what it is the mind will take it that experience and take it and run with it create all kinds of ideas and emotion okay opinions or whatnot and it create greed anger and hatred jealousy sadness upset all kinds of stuff so how is it that are you going to have a peaceful life when you are on a daily basis every day every moment you are caught up in all kinds of society poison and you think that is fun you already lost in the poison and which you think that it is good for for your health which you think I'm not talking you I'm talking you in general okay which we think I'm gonna use the word we instead okay which we think that okay it's fun right and because of that we are not aware of what the mind is doing okay now I'm not saying that you have to avoid watching TV doing uh, going on to social medias um, you know listen to music or anything hundred uh, percent I'm not saying that they have their own benefits if we know how to discern all those information that we see that we receive through our eyes and through our ears okay instead of just going 
blindly into the experiences. We have to understand that as human beings, we are a copy machine in a way. We copy each other. Okay? And this is how we learn. When we were a baby, when we were first born, we had no language. We had no culture. Right? As we grew up, we observe our surrounding. We observe the, the, the sound of the language. We see what goes on and we imitate and we copy. Right? We twist and turn our tongues, our vocal cord, and we train it on a daily basis. Start with the word probably ma, as most of the baby um, learn to speak. They learn to call their mama. Okay? So, we twist and turn our tongues according to what we hear. So we practice and practice and practice. And we develop language as we copy it from a family, from the elders, from the TV or whatever. And then we speak a language. So we are copycats. Okay? Now, that's how we learn. So that's a good part, but you have to know that that is how we learn. What we feed, we get. When you grow up in a, an English-speaking society, you don't grow up speaking Chinese or Indian or you know, Hindi or... Uh, French, whatever society you grew up in, you speak that language. Right? So remember that. We are a copy machine. Okay? So, when we hear people, there are people who grew up using cuss word every single in every single phrase where you think they learn that from okay and there are people who could not even think of using such a cuss word because it's something that the way they were brought up they were told um, using such a words are not for people who are who have understanding 
let's say, who have, who have a better understanding of life, in a way, or have a better way to express oneself instead of using cuss words, for example. Okay? There are societies who bring up kids, okay, to have respect for each other. Okay, when you when you meet each other in a Buddhist society, okay, for example, you put two hands together, okay, and you greet each other with bowing our head the head a little bit, okay, and saying whatever the 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 language of the the country is okay the greeting word or nam namaste or whatever language that they use so that is one way of bringing up kids so with showing respect for each other so as the whole country does that now, at least at that particular moment, people show respect to each other, show respect to elders, right? Show respect to brothers and sisters and to neighbors with the two hands together, put the two hands together. Okay? So, we copy each other. When in classroom, students sit, sit down before teacher. In the, when the teacher enters the room, student would get up and put, uh, you know, and put two hands together and say whatever respect words is to the teacher. And the teacher returns the, the act back to the students respect each other okay now think about that in some other society teachers walk into the classroom the students have their feet both two feet up on the on the desk without even looking at the teachers okay so Who is it to blame? Is that good or bad? What you put into the mind, it comes out. You can see in a person's behavior, the way a person acts, okay? Because that is how a person is brought up. Okay? Each in every single family operates differently. One family operates one way, another family operates the other way. And a lot of time you see the outcome, the fruit, the products of what we grow. Right? So, 
when you see stuff, when we experience stuff, Facebook, internet, movies, and all that. Observe your mind. This is Buddha's teaching, so we are talking about our own mind. What is it that arises within ourselves when we see headlines, when we see the title of a book, title of this episode? What is it that arises within the mind at that particular moment? We develop opinions right away. We already have some kind of thought, ideas about the situation, about the circumstance. See, those are things that we have to observe. Right? That's what the practice is about. We are practicing our mind. We are not practicing anything else. We are practicing our own mind. We are observing our own mind. That's what we call satipitthana. Right? Having sati meaning we are aware of our own mind. As soon as you see a headline, as soon as you see the title, I have sin. What is emotion or what idea that comes up in the mind? And for those of you who have trained, who have developed understanding of your own mind, who have developed sati or awareness of your own mind right away, you should remain neutral. You remain silent. Silent in this time, in this case means you are not developing any judgment you're not developing any ideas. You're not developing any emotion or judgment toward what you see, toward what you hear. Not right away. You don't jump. Okay? You don't react. Right? You don't just boom. You Reserve yourself to hold yourself because you know that you have not hear or see the whole thing. So you don't jump. That's the awakened one. That is the one who at least have been trained to observe their own mind. Okay. And then you just uh, proceed equanimously without any judgment, 
okay, into the situation. This is how you remain calm. Right? This is how you remain calm. This is what we are talking about in Buddha's teaching. We need to learn to be aware of our very own action, our very own thinking, our very own mind, because this mind precedes all things. Right? The mind that never been trained is a mind that can be very dangerous. Okay? It doesn't matter how high of a degree that one gets. Okay? Whether the person has a PhD whether the person hold a CEO title, doctor title, or what not. Okay, that is academia. Right? Now, that is not to say that is not important. No. I'm not saying that. It is important in order for us to make a living. Okay? To live in the society, we need knowledge. We need to go to school, okay, in order to support ourselves, to support our family, okay. So it is important, okay, to make a better community, to 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 make a better living. So. There is nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't matter how smart the person is. And in actuality, the smarter the person, the more dangerous that person can be. When the mind is never trained, when the mind is never developed to understand what the mind is actually doing because when the mind is not trained to understand what is wholesome what is unwholesome the smart mind who's never trained to understand the wholesome what morality is what is it that is good, what is not good, then that smart mind becomes dangerous. That smart mind can do all kinds of evil things. Right? The smart mind can go to war. The smart mind can kill a lot of people. Because the mind never developed a true understanding of what life is all about. The mind that is 
a smart mind that is lost in fame, fortune, status, materials. Okay? That is the dangerous mind. The mind that is lost in desire. That is a dangerous mind. That's why it's so important whenever possible it is very important for every single one of us to develop our own mind the right way. And what benefit does it do? It benefits who we are. It benefits the very person who is practicing the right way. Develop the mind in the right way. Having the right view in life, then we have peace. We have true happiness within ourselves, within the family, and within the society. And we have a beautiful world. But that's not, unfortunately, that's most of the time, that's not what happens in a society. It is of utmost importance for each of us to conduct our life the right way, to raise a family the right way by introducing what is right. Okay? What is right? Not I'm right, you right, but what is the wholesome way of living? In Buddha's teaching, the five precepts are the formula, are the grounds, are the rules that we all should follow. Right? The five precepts. That is the start. And of course, for a lot of us who understand, who have learned Buddha's teaching, we also know about the Eightfold Path. Develop a right view, and then the right view leads us to right thinking, right way of conducting ourselves. Have better understanding of life, develop samadhi, develop compassion, empathy, right? Develop kindness. toward ourselves and toward others. How many of us are doing that or training our mind in that direction on a daily basis? How many of us are doing that? Most of us are caught up in the 
emotional activities of the society. Most of us caught up in our own desire. And because of that, most of us are in such a turmoil, have no peace, and have no place to turn to, has no one to turn to, have all kinds of issues, all kinds of problems in life. Because most of us never train to understand ourselves, to understand our very own mind activities. See, many times when people get into trouble, and trouble in this case, I mean, people who get angry, that can lead to all kinds of troubles, okay, or any unwholesome uh, mental activity. But I'm just going to bring up one example is of being angry, being upset, okay? When you're angry, when you're upset, when you're frustrated, okay? What does that mean? In that very moment that you are angry, that you upset. So, I'm going to say, in the heat of the moment, right? Because in that moment, you are heated. You are heating up. You're angry. You're mad. Frustrated, irritated, upset, all that, right? So, in the heat of that moment, what does that tell you? It tells you that you are angry because you are right and the other person is wrong. That's why you're angry. Okay? That's first of all. Because you have your opinion and you develop some kind of opinions against the other person, all right, against the other person, whatever the, pers- the other person say uh, or do or whatever, okay, you develop some kind of dislike, okay, there's dislike arising within you. At that particular moment, the anger rises up. What that emotion is telling you is that you are right and the other person is wrong. A hundred percent. 
okay 100% you are at the right and the other person is at the wrong that is in the heat of the moment otherwise there will not be any argument okay otherwise there will not be any fight or quarrels it is because you are right and the other person is wrong absolutely 100% and that's why we have problems in that very moment okay he or she said bad words he or she do this or you know whatever it is makes you upset makes you angry okay so when that happens okay when that happens when you are in that particular moment what that what you're not aware of and for most of the people who never train who never get to understand to learn about Buddha's teaching this probably sounds shocking okay or this is can be a wake-up call okay to what Buddha's teaching is all about in the heated moment whatever it is and I can even go further to say in a heated moment even though in a moment that you are full of joy and ecstasy that is also a heated moment okay when you're full of lust and desire that is also a heated moment okay so your emotion is high here is buddha's teaching when you are mad when you are angry right you yelling and you you are screaming or you're you're fuming inside in that particular moment the other person is a hundred percent totally at wrong you are right one hundred percent right what you are not aware of is this okay what you are not aware of is this and this is buddha's teaching what you are not aware of is there is unwholesome mental activity happening inside you okay if you are in the right state of mind you would not be angry you would not be mad or upset but now your mind is agitated in that heated moment your mind is lost in that heated moment your mind is unwholesome not the not the other person's mind your mind 
okay when your mind is upset you are you're angry at anyone at any person any when you are upset you see that's the thing when you are mad with somebody you look at that person right you scream at the person you look at that person you yell at that person but what you forget is that at that moment your mind is crazy in a way that your mind is mental okay in that very particular moment your mind is sin that's the part that most of us are not aware of that's Buddha's teaching it's your mind that is sin not the other persons okay your mind is sin that's why your mind is agitated that's why your mind is crazy that's why your mind is frustrated your mind is upset okay because your mind at that particular time your mind is unwholesome your mind is sin that's what your mind is doing at that heated moment but most of us we don't see that we are too busy yelling screaming angry and upset at the other person right we are mad at the at our spouse at our children at the co-worker at the email that we see at the facebook that we come across at the comments that people make on online okay and all that you see your mind flares up with the comments that people say something your mind flares up all right you're upset with your brothers or sister do this do that do you this you what we forget is that at that particular moment it is our own very own mind that is being sinful if we are in the right mind we would not be angry we would not be mad that's the part that is hard for people to catch it's diff- it's very very difficult for people to understand that in that very heated moment it is our very own mind that is sinful you follow that's Buddha's teaching okay that's Buddha's teaching we all see people's mistake he said this you said that you did this you did that or he commented this okay he called me this and all kinds of stuff so you become mad you become upset you respond back and stuff like that 
what you forget was that the emotion that arises is unwholesome. And where is that taking place? Within you. It's not taking place in another person. It's taking place within you. And you can see that. Because you are too busy. I mean, you mean your mind is too busy blaming the other person. You see? This is where you need to find out. This is where you need to start from yourself. Okay? If you don't understand this, if you cannot follow this, your life will always be ups and downs forever and ever. Doesn't matter how many more lives you go through, you're going through the same thing. Because that's what life is. We all forget our very own self. We are too busy trying to correct other people. Oh, you are not good. You are bad. You do such a bad thing and all that stuff. Right? You, you, you said this to me. You call me this and all that. You forget that at that moment, what is your mind? What is it that is happening inside? What kind of emotion that arises within you? What kind of thought that is arising within you? Is it wholesome or unwholesome? Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever followed your own mind? That's Buddha's teaching. Is to look within, not out, not without. Okay, to look within. That's where you start. That's where we start as a Buddhist practitioner. That's where we start. Okay? Somebody says something to that offended you. Okay? Boom. When you feel the heat, there you go. That's where you need to find out. Oh, there it goes. The mind is, the anger mind is rising. You see? And that anger mind is the, is the big eye. Right? You know it. That anger mind is a big eye. I am right. I am mad. That's what the mind is telling you. That you are wrong. You are, you know, all kind. You know, when, when, you, when the eye is big like that, the eye is going to come up with all kinds of words. Hateful words. Words that can inflict wounds in another person. Right? That, that can hurt another person. Because the eye is big. The bigger the eye, the bigger the suffering you have. 
Okay? The bigger the eye, the bigger the suffering you have. So, the opposite also. The smaller the eye, the less suffering. And when there's no eye, there is, goes the suffering. All gone. There's no eye. That's what impermanence means in Buddhism. Buddha's teaching always points to impermanence. The mind does what the mind does. The mind has emotion. Okay, the mind goes through experiences and it experiences things. It changes from one moment to the next. And it's just experience. There is no I anywhere. There is no I anywhere. But our deluded mind think that I am mad, I am this, I am that. But the ultimate truth of the mind that we are all experiencing right now, you are hearing. There's no you behind it. There is hearing, yes. And then the hearing is gone. Okay? You hear me right now. And then it's gone. You see things right now, and then it's gone. Where is I? There is no I. But we use the word I as a reference in order to communicate, and that is fine because that is part of language. We have to use something to refer to each other, to refer to who we are in a way. In actuality, there isn't an I anywhere. We arise to meet the world when we wake up. We say goodbye to the world when we go to sleep. That's all there is to it. There is no I anywhere. Doesn't matter who you are. Whether you are a billionaire or you live in a hut or you live in a jungle or in the city. You live in a mansion or you live on a boat. Doesn't matter. You come to experience the world when you wake up. And the experience goes away when you go to sleep. There's no I doing anything. Okay? It's all experiences. Right? There is nothing there. All the accumulation that you have, okay, you use it. 
when you are able to during your day to day from day to day you use it your automobile your motorcycle your house your boat your plane whatever go ahead and use it at the end of the day it's gone doesn't matter how much you accumulate when you go to sleep are you aware that you have a hundred million dollars in the bank you're not you're gone okay you're gone there's no you anyway at the end the body's life when we foot when we say the final goodbye we go to sleep and don't we will we not come back what happened to all the things that we accumulate do we take with us no it remains here it remains on earth everything belongs to earth and when our body breaks down, it goes back to earth. And that's it. Where's I? There's no I. Okay? The so-called I that we refer to on a daily basis, every moment right now, is the experience that we are experiencing. And that's what we call I. And that eye is changing very quickly from one moment to the next based on what we see, we hear, we, we smell, we, we taste, and uh, we, we, we touch through our, our physical, um, you know, being. And that's it. Right? So the eye is the experience. Right? That eye is the experience. And when the experience is gone, it's gone. So, would you like to experience good things? Or you like to experience pain or suffering? You have a choice. Right? You have a choice. So, the choice is within. The choice is within. People call you a dog. You have a choice to react or you don't. Okay, so if what if you call me a dog? Okay, I'm not a dog. Let them call me whatever they want. You see, hey, you know, I'm not encouraging, encouraging you to say this, but what you want to develop in your mind is, okay, the person has some kind of unwholesome mental activity within. The person has some kind of anger or something within. That's why he or she call you a dog. Right? So that's what we call the deluded mind. The mind that is sin produces sinful speech and activities. Now, when a mind produces 
sinful speech or activity toward you, what do you do? Do you also produce sinful speech and activity back? What are you going to do? You can become sinful or you can be no, i rather be not sinful. I don't want to put any sin within myself. i rather be peace, peaceful. Because why? Because I see that the other person is already sinful. Why would I want to go there? See, things. this is the kind of thing that we want to reflect on ourselves. Okay, when you see comments on your Facebook, on your TikTok, or your Snapchat, your whatever, I, I don't know how many apps available out there, okay? What is it that you want to re- react or you want to get polluted by? Do you want to get polluted by all kinds of comments and and praise or uh, or you know things like that they praise you and then you become elated and then when they uh, discredit you you become upset what is arising inside what is arising inside you can you find peace can you find peace within yourself? Happiness, true happiness, is from within you. You don't need people to praise you in order for you to be happy. You don't need people that when, but you cannot stop people from criticizing you. But yes, it's, it's okay. They can criticize you. But does it mean it's going to change who you are? They can criticize you all they want. You are still you. But if it's a, it is a constructive criticism, maybe you should Listen and take, um, you know, a, a good piece of advice from the other person. We are never perfect. So that's what I like to share with you today because I'm running out of time. Have you seen today? Observe your mind. Until next time, namaste.